0: Every single Wednesday I go to the shop, spend more than I should on comments. I buy my pole and a can of pop, it's Wednesday I wanna go to the shop, even if it hurts my wallet, I might come Hello again and welcome to the poll, to the poll List Podcast that doesn't have an adjective because I I forgot to add one. Um, so no pot, no adjective for this episode. Uh, but, uh, if my math is correct, this might be the 150th Kendall cast podcast on the, or po- the 150th podcast on the Kendall cast feed. Ooh, that's as long as you include all the dead links from like 2014. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, yeah, they go to they like happened. pack rats old website. Um, so, yeah, we are a podcast that talks about comic books. Jared, what have you been reading? Because I don't remember.
1: You know what? Actually, I'm going to title this podcast uh, the Pol- uh, Polis the Barbarian. <laughs> uh, because right. I, I don't know if you've picked them up, but I have – and I'm actually going to kind of be talking mostly, or at least for, for the first part, about some new books that I've been reading and some series that have been coming out. Um, Conan the Barbarian, uh, the first two issues came out. That is – um written by jason aaron and if you've listened to this at all you know i'm a jason aaron fan and um i was really excited when i heard about this I was going to uh, get started so um i just dove right in i didn't read a whole lot of other uh, conan books my knowledge really wasn't a whole lot outside of the arnold schwarzenegger movies um but, I mean, I've always loved those kind of movies, too, like Beastmaster and I guess a bunch of those kind of like barbarian movies, those kind of old 80s and 90s movies. Uh, so I was excited for this, and it did not let me down. Both issues are really good. I think they're going to be kind of like bottle-type issues where you can pretty much should be able to pick up anywhere. They have a couple threads that I think they're going to go through for the arc, but it almost seems just like different adventures in different points of time and... Uh, Conan's life cycle or whatever mm-hmm. but um, really enjoyable the art's been great and they have a little uh, Conan novella in the back that they're going to be I think like 12 chapters mm. uh, so so far so good I've been, that's actually it's been probably my favorite book lately
0: cool yeah I've I uh, I did not uh, check that out that Conan is uh, something that I have basically no nostalgia for or anything uh, but I have heard Good things about uh, about This uh, book so far so it might be something That I uh, Check out down the
1: road it's a marvel is it a marvel Title yeah they uh, Got the property For him and so There's also going to be two more conan based Books coming out I think it might be like the Sword of conan and king conan Maybe mm-hmm. So uh, that, that's interesting to me because uh,
0: Marvel does not I mean They've in the last few years they've uh, you know I guess since Disney bought them really they've uh, been doing a little bit more license stuff uh, so that yeah. th- that's that's because inter- like I think of I think of Conan as being I don't know who had the license before but being as the kind of thing that would be that Dark Horse or IDW would put out. Yeah, I
1: want to say felt like it was on the tip of my tongue. Like, I think it was Dark Horse maybe that had the most recent stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh so so the nice thing is it's Marvel, so if I have if I have doubts as to whether I'll like it with Marvel, I can just wait for Marvel Unlimited. Yeah. <laughs> uh and it being on Mar- that's the other cool thing is it's sort of like Star Wars being on Marvel Unlimited. My my issue with Marvel unlimited in the past was that sometimes you kind of get tired of Marvel heroes. Um, you, you know, there's, there's a, there's, there's a certain feel to X-Men and Avengers and Spider-Man and stuff like that. And you really feel limited. So being able to, even with star Wars and I, you know, obviously I love star Wars comics, but be, being able to use Marvel unlimited to read star Wars comics is like, this is a different universe, a different thing. So, I'll definitely look forward to checking out, uh, Conan and in, in, uh, in Marvel unlimited form.
1: Yeah. And I think it'll definitely be, uh, worth your time. It kind of stinks. You're going the wait to like half a year for that to come out, but well, you know, it's,
0: uh, like, I mean, and if I like it, then I'll get caught up. I mean, yeah, it um, everything is available at all times forever now. So
1: yeah, no, that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, the other new book that I read was, um, and we'll actually, we'll, we'll talk about, well, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, guardians of the galaxy, number one by Donnie Cates. And
0: oh, how'd you, how did you think of Gar- that guardians issue? Cause, uh, I actually, I've, I read a, a handful of Donnie Cates issues recently and I'm liking, I'm liking his stuff, but at the same time, uh, guardians is, is a tough sell for me. So
1: did you read this book? By no, I did, no, I
0: didn't. No, oh, I didn't.
1: Okay. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed it, and because I read Infinity Wars, I kind of understand, like, the prelude, and essentially, uh, Thanos' is dead. there's kind of a big funeral of sense, his brother, Eros, I believe his name is, uh, kind of brings everybody together, and, just, and it's the the, the cast that they promote on the cover, more or less, uh, and then a whole bunch of other people, and then the Black Order comes and tries to steal his body, and then they start fighting, and... Um, somewhere, Peter Quill is kind of entwined by himself, sulking because uh, I think Gamora's dead or doing something else after the last event. Um, I'm not sure where Rocket's at, but I think Groot's there as well. Mm-hmm. And um, and then so they, they come across so basically Cosmic Ghost Rider, I um, was like Moon Dragon, uh, Beta Ray Bill. So they're all kind of teaming up and like the Nova Corps pop in and say, you know, you need to have a team or some BS like that. And it turns out that you know, those people who are left after the funeral uh, is the new Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. It, um, I mean, it, it kind of the first issue set a lot of things up and it does kind of have the Donny Cates uh, style to it, some humor, um, some sarcastic comments and stuff like that. It was entertaining. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad I'm glad to hear that you that you enjoyed it. I'll, I'll I'll wait I'll
0: wait and see what you think of as the run goes on because I just I feel like and and this is you know again Marvel Unlimited I I haven't bought an issue of Guardians of the Galaxy in a long time. I might have bought one or two. I might have tried out a run. I I know I got uh, well I know I bought them. They did a crossover with X Men when I was reading it, but like I that's not a comic that I have purchased very much. Uh, But I have I have tried to like I tried to read a bunch of the Bendis stuff and it just didn't like it wasn't not that it was bad. It just didn't quite hook me. Yeah. Um, And also, I I am on record of not liking the uh, the second Guardians movie and the guard and the way that the Guardians (laughs) were portrayed in Infinity War. The first Guardians movie I really liked. But like every time we've seen them since then, I don't like that. And I'm like, maybe I don't like. Guardians, you know, maybe it's my fault because everybody well, else I likes think them. I this you is going
1: to be completely, well, I, don't know, I can't say it's completely different, but the only people who are left are Peter Quill and Groot. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, Silver Surfer, Big Ray Bill, and Cosmic Ghost Rider, which those were the three that I was really excited for. And there's still, I mean, on the cover, let's see, there's a lot of people. three, six, nine, ten, eleven 10, 11 members. And mm-hmm. I think we meet most of them. So there's still. Three people left. That four people yeah. that need to join the
0: team. So buy so here's my here's my here's my fear though, because this does sound like it could be sort of the spiritual successor to Cosmic Ghost Rider, which uh, I read the first issue because it popped up on Marvel Unlimited, and I'm I can understand I understand the hype. Like it yeah, is not just cool. a it's a cool idea and it's well written and it's not just a goofy, like silly over the top thing like the way that it the direction that it could have gone, you know? Yeah. Um, but the problem is anytime I pick up a team book, uh, that is sort of, this is so that I can follow one character on that team's story. I immediately get mad at the team book anytime that they don't, that they don't follow them. It happened with, uh, yeah. I mean, I haven't done it in a long time because I know that it makes me mad, but, uh, back Years ago, it happened with Penance. I was like, after Civil War, I was like, super, like, what's going to happen with Penance? And for a long time, and he went into the Thunderbolts and he got like, he got like a feature issue like once every six or seven issues. And I was like, and then the same thing happened with uh, Erico Grady Ant-Man when I when I picked up uh, Secret Avengers uh, I was I was so disappointed when he was when Secret Avengers was actually just a Captain America book and he was like a super minor character and was, ah yeah And then he and then he died after I dropped the book.
1: Yeah, man. I was forgot about Penance. He was really my favorite character for a while there. I really enjoyed that Warren Ellis run. Um of Thunderbolts. But yeah, I thought he was really interesting. Was funny mm-hmm. you brought that up. Um the other new book that I picked up, um, was superior spider-man Dog oh, yeah. Doc goes to san francisco who's writing that uh, christos gage oh that's cool he's
0: for a long time i thought he was gonna be the next uh the next Amazing, spider-man man. yeah like yeah. he he seemed to he's done a lot with that character so i'm sure that that's i'm sure that that's good
1: yeah it's, it's pretty good they kind of do an interesting take a maria or anna maria is there, and she essentially finds out that um, this guy is really Otto Octavius. Right, right. And, and she's not sure if she wants to turn him into the police or not, but um, then comes a the threat that, uh, you know. Only superior Spider Man can handle and stuff like that. But uh, <laughs> it's kind of interesting. He has his own city. He has, I think he calls it the Night Crew. So he has his own other vigilante, like minor superheroes that is, essentially it might be the Night Watch or whatever. But, okay. um, you know, they take care of things when he's busy or when he's sleeping and stuff like that or he's at work. So it's funny. He has his own like superhero network built up to take care of crime. And then um, a cosmic threat comes in. And he is, um, this last issue is like on the verge of death, and they find a way to, uh, um, transfer the cosmic power. So now he's the, the cosmic powered superior Spider Man. <laughs> so, um, I'm very interested to see where it goes. But I was really surprised, um, how much I enjoyed it. It was good.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously everybody loved Dan Slott's superior Spider Man. Uh, and I, I do, I do like the idea of a, of a superhero who is very like kind of cold and calculating, uh, the way that, the way that Dr. Octopus can be, um, and, and like doing things that are common sense things. I like the idea of him having, having people cover for him when he's asleep. So he actually yeah, gets to sleep <laughs> instead of putting the, putting the whole world on his own so- shoulders. That's a, that's an interesting, uh, yeah it's like he's totally
1: the work smarter not harder Mm -hmm. spider-man it's it's funny it's and there's some funny parts to it but i think it's definitely uh it's been well written and and really pretty interesting so far
0: yeah yeah i remember in in the in dan slot's run early on in the run it might have been when like he still when peter parker it might have been at the very beginning when like peter parker's ghost was following him around he like (laughs) saw a burning building and peter was like you gotta go save him and he's like uh Call the fire department. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, actually that's their job. Yeah, so Yeah, it's uh, a, yeah, it's so so good. So what have you been reading? Kendall? So yeah, like I said, I couldn't remember. Um I was trying to remember like if I've I don't think well, oh, you know what? Uh, did you pick up Young Justice? No. So um it uh I'm I'm really interested to see where they go uh with uh this uh uh bendis uh, writing uh young Ju- you know young justice is like tim drake and uh i think it's like tim it's the the old team it's tim drake and impulse and uh they brought back they're bringing back Connor, uh the clone of superman from the 90s who uh-huh. um yeah. he did have a post new 52 story that was like i have a feeling they'll pretend never happened cuz it was very, like, just the character was very, very different, and uh, like, yeah, the character was completely unrecognizable. So, I have a feeling that they'll just pretend like it never happened. Uh, but uh, just like the old, you know, the old lineup, plus uh, a character called Teen Lantern, um, huh. Teen and lantern. and uh, freaking um. Crap! Who's the? I'm drawing a blank. Who's the? Who's the old west hero, with the messed up eye?
1: Oh, uh, Jonah Hex.
0: Jonah Hex. Yeah. Uh, there's some a bad pun on Jonah Hex. Is a teenage girl character. Of I, course. I can't remember if her name is like Ramona Hex or something like that. Yeah. I, I don't remember what I don't remember what her name is. But her first appearance was apparently in one of the Walmart books, and that made people on the internet mad. Uh, uh But It was a so on the one hand, to me, a lot of people were really, really excited about this issue, and I didn't uh, like I had to read it twice to be like, why is everyone so? What's the big deal? Like, it's just a it was just a getting the team together issue, but I guess it is, you know, it's Tim Drake being written like Tim Drake, and uh, you know, everybody has a lot of fondness for these characters, some of whom have been kind of sidelined in the new 52. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to read it I'm going to, I'm going to see how, how I like it. But, uh, but I kind of didn't, I didn't think it was like the greatest issue ever, but you know, um, have you dropped off of Avengers at this point?
1: Yeah, I think the last two issues – well, and that's what's kind of mad because I think I saw it was like a BC Adventures issue the last time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the the Iron Fist origin. Um, I would not say the issue was quite as good as the, uh, the Ghost Rider issue that we got like six months yeah. ago or whatever, three months ago, five years ago, however long ago it was. Uh, but it was uh, – yeah, I mean it was like an old – the – The first Iron Fist got banished from Kun Lun uh, because she murdered the dragon Um, and and then uh, taught and also taught the taught humans Kung Fu, which is like the secret thing. Uh, It it was interesting. But, yeah, I I do kind of wish that they would just give us like a whole story with the with that yeah the bc avengers if that's what that's what they're called like yeah give us give us a whole story or like tell us tell us a story with like heavy flashbacks like like they do with like the arrow tv show and stuff but they are really really taking their time with the bc avengers stuff and but there's something about the book is keeping me reading so
1: you know yeah i mean that's that's my i was i think i was talking to somebody i'm like i wish they would just make it a it's own book. Yeah. Just write that, but yeah, I mean, I don't get
0: it. Yeah. Or like, like a mini series. I don't think it needs, I don't think it needs 50 issues, but six or 12 issues, especially, I mean, 12 issues with every other issue being an origin and then telling just a, a straightforward story with those characters probably would be really good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, whatever they, maybe Jason Aaron doesn't have enough time to do, Avengers and that.
1: Yeah. So, well, so I wouldn't mind know. if he uh, did some work on Southern bastards. Yeah. Also. Yeah.
0: Southern bastards. Um, uh, also, uh, so I'm going to tell you about the third issue of green lantern,
1: uh, okay,
0: was the best, was the best, uh, issue yet. Uh, I'm not going to go into too much detail cause I don't remember cause I read it like a month ago, but, uh, basically earth has gotten shrunk down, and uh, and taken by this uh, auctioneer who auctions off earth to a character who appears to be like the Western Judeo-Christian version of God, like the old man with the beard okay. kind of thing. And, uh, and basically like, and, and then the green lantern show up because they're human trafficking and, uh you know fight it back, but it was a it was a very fun kind of self contained story in a way that uh man this this book's just really good like the yeah the the issues have been more or less self contained but still feel like of a piece you know of a work um and just just feel like uh, the kind of comics they don't make anymore um well, that's good to hear and I totally forgot i've told people that it reminded me of Constantine stuff from the 80s. I totally forgot that Grant Morrison wrote Constantine for part of the 80s. So it was probably that, you know, that makes sense that it, they'd be similar. Um, Star Wars has been doing a cross or a sort of event ish, series ish, something or other called Age of Republic. And they're going to do one called Age of Rebellion and Age of Resistance um, where they're just doing completely standalone one shots of different characters. So they had a Darth Maul one and a Qui-Gon one um, and various others. And this is what I want out of a star Wars book. Cause I like a little bit of star Wars comics, but I don't need to, I don't need to read six issues of a, you know, of a, of a Qui-Gon story or whatever, or, yeah. or a Mace Come Windu on. story or whatever. Like, just give, I like these like little, these, these little one done in one, you know, it's, it's been like almost every week. So it's still, you know, a lot of them. I don't know how long I could do that. I could do it one every week, but like just come, just nice, completely self-contained. The star Wars universe is huge. Uh, and, and you can tell, you can do a lot with just, just one issue. And, and I feel like you, you don't get self-contained stories in comics nearly as much because of trades and stuff. So it's just, it's just been really refreshing. Um, now I want to, I want to talk to you about, is it Superman? Is it Superman is the book that, that John showed up in, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay, so, <laughs> so he's a teenager now. You, what what did you think?
1: Well, no, actually I didn't get it like I apparently haven't had it on my uh pull list. I've just been picking it up when it came out, so I missed a couple issues. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, so basically he came back from outer space and he's way older. Uh and they had an issue explaining the situation. Basically, he got caught in like some kind of like a gravity for movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was, yeah. Basically like, uh, what you, what was interstellar? Like some yeah, kind sure. of gravity thing that, that made, made him experience time much more slowly than the, you know, so it seemed like he'd just been gone for a couple weeks and really he, he'd been gone for years and years. Um, and, uh, so, which is kind of a trope that I go back and forth on whether I like it or not. Cause I do like making children characters grow up. Um, but I think I would rather it be more like more like how fantastic four has like just been not afraid to make the kids a year or two older than they were before. Like, you know, just, just a little bit at a time rather than taking them from, uh, do you remember the TV show Angel? Yeah. Okay, the character uh Connor, Angel Angel's son. Uh my my friend Laurel described his his character arc as going from baby to annoying. <laughs> which I think is is kind of a it's kind of a trope. Like they they don't know what to do with this small child character. So they make him a they make him a teenager or they make him an adult through some sort of time BS. And then it also, like, makes their character more whatever because they went through a bunch of stuff in the last 10 years that happened over the course of no time. Um, so, eh, I don't know. I would have... I, I feel like they it, even if they had done it, like, so that he was... Went from, like, I don't know, he's, like, 7 or 8 or something in before and then make him, like, 10 or 12, like, significantly older but not... All the way to, you know, 17, which is basically 25, you know, in, in, in comics. Like you don't have to write him like a kid anymore.
1: Yeah. No, like you mentioned, I think Fantastic Four does a really great job with it.
0: Um, and, uh, now I will say he still is kind of talking like a kid or talking like, I noticed some stuff that he said that was like, it was like poor grammar, which would make sense if he was you know, not being educated for years and years.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then also they did, there were like several moments, you know, Lois got really upset. She says, I missed everything, you know, cause she, you know, she missed most of her kids childhood because of this event, which, you know, really felt like it might have ramifications, but, uh, I don't know. It's, it's interesting stuff. I mean, it, you know, Bendis is definitely not afraid to, uh, to take risks with with Superman right now,
1: did John come back alone?
0: Yes, John came back alone um actually, it looks like uh 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 Jarrell is he says that Jarrell is crazy or he says grandpa is crazy, <coughs> so he's gonna he's gonna be a villain
1: okay, yeah um fun stuff well, that's good. is it still a to read?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's been it's been great. I mean, Superman in action, I think, have both been really, really consistent. Um, I, I've the I'm, I'm I'm I mean from a aside from the fact that I mean I'll be able to get over my issues with them uh, with them using that trope if they tell a good story because of it. Because frankly, I didn't really. I mean, I I liked Young Jonathan, but I think it was kind of getting played out um, is the other side of it. So I can kind of understand why they did a thing to make him older. Um, yeah. I'd be
1: interested to see what uh, they have Damon and him interact and how that might go.
0: Right. Right. Cause yeah. Cause Damien's still a little kid. That's, that's yeah. a good, that's a good point. They should make Damien be older. Yeah. Do be, make him like Jason Todd, make him get old and be crazy and rarely acknowledged. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Um, so I don't know how I feel about Batman right now.
1: You know what? I was just gonna say the same thing. I'm like, if, if seeing if you caught up. I mean, I'm not quite sure. Like after these, I'm like, yeah, I'm not really. Uh, hopefully, something here soon kind of wraps it or ties it up or you know makes sense here mm-hmm. soon.
0: Yeah, the last, the last, has it been three issues of, of Dream Sequence stuff?
1: I know, it was at least the last two. I can't remember the, that 313 back. But, But, uh, yeah, it's, it definitely feels
0: like Tom King.
1: uh I can't tell if it's like Tom King filler or if it's actually going somewhere.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, it kind of reminds me of some of the issues earlier in the run that that I didn't like the like the bane stuff early in the run uh tonally I didn't really I wasn't really feeling it and I mean I it's I did come executing. back I did come back to batman like kind of knowing like tom king's going to be weird and you can be weird and I'm uh, and I'm okay with that it it just doesn't it doesn't totally work the way that it did with Mr. Miracle for, for whatever reason with Batman, it doesn't work for me. Um, but we'll, we'll see. Um, hopefully, I mean, hopefully in the next issue or issue or so we get back to the real world.
1: Yeah. I would hope so here soon. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Again, hopefully, I mean, does Bane just waiting to ultimately break the bat—not yeah. his back, but his mental? Yeah. Who
0: knows? Oh yeah, and the Bane and stuff. Is all, well, but it's not even Bane; it's uh, it's Bruce's father, right?
1: Well, that's what we think, and the, yeah, that's assuming that might not be a dream. So, yeah, well, or Bane we'll, himself, or yeah, no, yeah,
0: yeah. I I don't know. Anyway, um. So, I'm I'm, we both are not sure about that then.
1: Well, uh, I read a detective, I picked up detective a couple issues ago, and okay. it's actually been pretty good. So, um, I feel a little bit more like a kind of like a detective book. I think that's really what he's mm-hmm. more about with this. So, they're doing the countdown to 1,000, and so the last one was uh 996, but um. Yeah, I'm going to give this one a try, at least a 1,000, and kind of see how it mm-hmm. goes. But it's another yeah. new one. Yeah, yeah, that's – uh, yeah. If it's
0: it, – so it's being – it's written as more of a – it is a Batman book now because for a while it was kind of
1: – Yeah, it's it not was, Batman Family, no. Um, OK. This one is uh, – um, what was it? I think uh, Alfred was poisoned and it's a special type of Joker toxin. And he is, uh, last issue, he just went through Arkham and interrogated everybody the uh, Batman way. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of interesting to see all of that. And then I can't remember if there's other people, um, other Bat members, maybe in the, uh, like, help and take care of Alfred, maybe. Mm. But um, yeah, it's not a Bat family book. It's definitely more Detective. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean this was I haven't I just haven't been paying attention to detective. This was way back like at the beginning of Tom King's run. It was it sounded like it was gonna be a continuation of Batman and Robin Eternal, which I yeah. was kinda tired of that. So and I no, haven't yeah, really heard very much yeah, one so way or the other. So
1: Well Tomasi picked this up. I think it's only been maybe his second or third issue maybe since getting starting on this book. So that's ooh, it's not the only
0: ooh, reason. it's it's Tomasi, uh, I don't know. I'm not a. I feel like Tomasi, uh, kind of with with certain exceptions, is like the most generic comic writer out there. Like
1: yeah, I can see where you can kind of get that. I mean, it's definitely. I mean, if I just wanted to read
0: like a Batman story that doesn't offend me, then I'm then I feel like Tomasi would be a good pick. But eh, when it when it comes to (laughs) <laughs> That's you know, funny. paying. $399 I am interested in an to issue. see you
1: know, kind of where it goes. Yeah, um, I liked his. Um, well, Batman and Robin with uh, Damien, but I was kind of more of a Damien fan anyway, and all his stuff. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. so we'll see. Yeah. Kind of getting to one thousand's pretty interesting. Today. Right,
0: right. I mean, I'm going to pick cool. up issue a thousand. So yeah, yeah. But uh, um, so uh, turning the corner a little bit, I. Uh, going to the uh, talking about uh, streaming services. I signed up for DC universe this, uh, this past month. Very nice. Um, How is that powered through Titans, which was really good. Good. Uh, Like it's, it's not, they are, the characters are not necessarily like the versions of the characters that you would expect. But they do feel valid and correct. Uh, the The whole you know, fuck Batman and all that. Uh, that is, is this like the Scott
1: Snyder, Teen Titans.
0: <laughs> um, it's actually I guess it's written by I guess one of the main writers is the guy that wrote the Michael Cray, uh, Wildstorm. Book. Okay, I just I just found out. Um, and Jeff Johns also has a lot of. Uh, influence on it, but it's, it's a very, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's grim dark. Like, yes, yeah. that, yeah, it is. Snyder, maybe. Um, and that's, and that's it's Scott f- Snyder, <laughs> Scott Snyder. Oh, you meant Zach, Snyder. you meant like yeah. Zack Snyder. No, I wouldn't say Mayola it is, <laughs> I wouldn't say that it is like, as it doesn't have the Zack Snyder feel. Um, but it is, it does have the, I mean, it is a, it is a darker, violent or more violent take on some of these characters. um, But and it's mostly a Dick Grayson show.
1: Okay, I was going to ask. Yeah, who's the? Well, that that's good. Who's your favorite character on
0: there? Um, favorite character? I don't know. I mean, Beast Boy is real. Is done really well. Uh, but Dick has done like really. He feels as somebody that has read a decent amount of Nightwing and stuff like that. Like it's really interesting. He is basically where his character arc is. During this is, is he has, he has quit being more or less quit being Robin. He has his Robin costume with him and a couple times puts it on, but he is, he has quit Batman basically. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and it has, and it is, has led him to be kind of more dark and violent. And he's like kind of grappling with that, uh, He's he uh he meets Jason Todd at one point okay. and uh sorta who Jason and Jason Todd is is basically very excited to be Robin, maybe likes it a little bit too much. Yeah. Um, but isn't isn't treated but is, is treated pretty subtly. Uh Starfire uh I mean is one of those characters, I mean, unfortunately, because of how comics have been written historically i feel like a lot of female characters when they're in these adaptations they people take a lot of liberties with them because there's not a lot to their character in the source material um she she's she's kind of a she's an interesting she's lost her memory and is kind of trying to figure it out and then uh the kind of the mcguffin the whole series is they call her Rachel but she is uh oh crap who's the who's the titans member that's like that's like goth raven yeah yeah she's you know kind of dealing with her powers and there's like a there's like a uh organization that is' it's like creepy organization of of uh people that are like trying to control her they're like a cult and uh but yeah yeah really really solid it's like i think it's eleven episodes um the my only criticism is the the pacing at times, like I think if the, if the episodes were about 10 minutes shorter then they would be, they would be, the pacing would be great. But there's just a yeah. couple of times where some of the episodes almost feel like they were written as 22 minute episodes and they put two 22 minute episodes into it.
1: Also oh, so is, is it like a, essentially a one hour like network show?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um and it's it's interesting although I will it's also it's interesting cuz they the DC universe the way they 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 do one episode a week um as opposed – and then you know obviously every, all everything's archived so you can go back and watch it all and binge okay. it all but uh the episodes do have a last time on oh. titans and a next time <laughs> on titans at, on either end uh which oh, is wow. which is kind of interesting and would be very helpful I think it, it would be very helpful if you were watching it not all back to back. Yeah. And then young justice. Uh, also, um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's quite over yet. I haven't finished it certainly. Um, but that is the, that is the show for DC fans. Cause it is, they are, they, there are characters in that who I don't recognize. like, like they show, they just show up because it's, you know, the idea of, did you watch, did you watch the Young Justice cartoon when it was, when it was on?
1: Um, no, I don't think I did.
0: So first of all, you should, cause it's real yeah. good. Um, but in the second two seasons, they, the, the, they vastly expand the cast. So it is like every single, uh, sidekick you know, you yeah, sidekick type character, teenage character, whatever. They're all part of this like organization. That's like the, you know, it's young justice, which is basically, which is a rebranding of teen Titans in the nineties. Cause, okay. cause teen Titans was not selling. So they, you know, young justice. So they made young justice. Uh, uh, but it's, I mean, they have, they have Dick Grayson and Tim Drake and, uh, you, you know, and then like Stephanie Brown and there's a, there was a scene where, uh, we had Stephanie Brown as spoiler, uh, orphan, uh, is their current code name. I think it's, is that Cassandra Kane?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Uh, and a different Batgirl, like talking to or talking to Oracle, uh, and, and, uh, you know, teamed up with all the all the different Bat people and and they are in a world where, like, all these Justice League characters, it's like this, this huge, huge cast. Uh, the You don't have to – and you don't have to know who all the extras that have one line are. You know, you just know that they're – oh, that's a – you know, that's another superhero character. Yeah. Uh, to follow the story, you don't have to know. But it's also kind of nice to be like, oh, I know who that is and that is – somebody who has you know this huge backstory Uh, my only complaint is (laughs) that they use the same voice actor for Dick Grayson as when he was like 13 year old Robin (laughs) so he's drawn like Nightwing but he sounds like a 12 year old (laughs) Yeah, and most of the other characters had like i don't I don't know they had uh, i don't know if their characters were supposed to be a little bit older, but their vo- the way they chose to do their voices they had a little bit of gruffiness to their voice, so with the new character design, the old voice still fits, but with him for whatever reason and he's a major character uh he uh he's totally um yeah like high pitched voice, and it's super distracting to me, but I might be the only one that noticed that. <laughs> Um, and then as far as other content on, on the streaming service, it's really interesting because they don't have, there's not that much content. Like there's not that, it's only DC stuff. So there's only, and there's, and it didn't look like they had most of the C, I, I don't think they have the CW like arrow and flash and stuff like that. Like the TV shows they have are 1990 flash, all the animated stuff. Uh, I, um, and like like Superboy from the 80s, just a lot of random, (laughs) a lot of random old stuff. And then they have like specials. So they have the, I think it's called Legend of the Superheroes, the pilot with uh, the pilot. It was basically a Justice League show from like the 70s um, with uh, uh, Adam West as Batman and uh, so they they had so they had that pilot. They had I I actually watched the Aquaman pilot from 2006. Oh yeah. Um. So that was really neat because I've always wanted to see that, but like, where are you going to see it? Um. So it's it's like it's a small amount of it's a small amount of content that's available there. Uh. But I want to watch everything. So it's you know it's a trade off. It's you're you're paying for you're just paying for what you would want to watch. Like there's no, yeah, there's not a lot of
1: actual programming on that. Like new stuff come out. And it's just, yeah. Titans really the only thing in production right now. Um, so,
0: so, 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 um, so the way they're doing it is they release one episode of a show every week. Okay. So they did the first season of Titans and they're almost done with young justice. And then in a couple weeks, uh, doom patrol will start. Um, with uh, Brendan Fraser as Robot Man in Doom Patrol, mm-hmm. uh, which there was a because uh, because Beast Boy obviously has connections with Doom Patrol, like in the comics, yeah. uh, there was a sort of a backdoor pilot Doom Patrol episode during Titans to sort of introduce some of those characters, and uh, I'm I'm on board for it. Uh, nice. I, think, I think it looks. Oh, I saw I there's like a
1: neat. like a week free preview. I was thinking about going to try and then trying to power through Titans. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: I would say it is worth it, it's worth get, I mean, certainly worth getting the free preview, but also it's worth getting for a month and yeah. watching everything you can watch and deciding whether you want to keep it after that. Uh, I'm probably going to keep it for another month or two. Also, I got very excited. I'm really hoping Like, like part of me is like is like, is this, this feels too good to be true. <laughs> but today the reign of the Superman, uh, DC animated movie was, was like wide released for, uh, you know, DVD and Blu-ray and digital download and all that stuff. It was released today. And I looked on the DC universe app and it appears that it is that, that is available to, to stream on the DC yeah. universe app. So, I mean, I mean, That's, you know, if they do that with, I don't know if they'll do that with all of them, but like they come out with like, you know, three or four of those a year and I watch pretty much all of them. So that's worth, you know, that's worth seven. That's that's worth a good chunk of that seven ninety nine a month. Even if I rent them, it's like five dollars. So, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, it's it's a really neat service. And it's also definitely not for everyone because I I was looking in the. There, I, I was, I was on Facebook looking in like comments of a, of an ad that said Brendan Frazier was robot man. Uh, it was like a stupid ad that was like showing a picture of Brendan Fraser and then showing a picture of robot man. And somebody was complaining about the look of robot man. It was like, whoever created the comic for this is probably really <laughs> mad. And I was like, he looks exactly like he did in Gerard Way's run. Like, that's
1: what I was going to say. He looked, yeah, like, from what I, the little photos that I saw, my gun was like a spinning, spinning image.
0: Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's and it, I mean, it kind of looks. I will say that the the look of especially the Doom Patrol stuff, because it's all it's reliant a little bit more on effects. It does look low budget, but not in a distracting way, more in a stylistic way, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah,
0: you know having having a dude in a a dude in a rubber suit sometimes looks, sometimes I like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, sure. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And then, and the, I haven't even u- I haven't even really looked into the comics aspect of it. Cause there's also like a, it's not anything like Marvel unlimited, uh, but they do have limited comics that kind of are curated to, uh, to be able to read them on the app. So that's, you know,
1: yeah, because I think, um, so I was, yeah, checking out the subscription, let me kind of go through there and see what content they had on mm-hmm. there. And, hey, for a starting kind of channel, it's not bad, and yeah, you know, plenty of stuff. Like, obviously, keep pumping out the animation, and I do like to see the uh, shows like Titans and things like that, so. Yeah, I can't complain. Yeah. And More it's also fun.
0: like, I mean, we're, I think we're at the point now where there's, there is enough original. Cause you'll have two whole seasons of original content. Plus like a, you know, an episode a week of whatever else, if everything's worth watching, like if, if they come out with like, if the, if the Harley Quinn show, I start watching it and I'm like, this is not for me. Then I might have to, rethink whether to continue the service for the, you know, two months or three months while that show is being, uh, created or, you know, wait, I mean, wait six months and then you'll have even more, you know, you'll have 24 more episodes of things. Uh, that's, that's the, that's a really interesting thing to me. Like I haven't signed up for the CBS one. Uh, but at some point I am going to, and just binge the star Trek uh, okay. Star Trek Discovery, or, you know, probably I'll sign up for it when the, when the Captain Picard show, uh, comes on, but yeah, very, very happy with, uh, with DC universe as you can, as you can tell, um, let's see.
1: It's fun. I I still need to watch all the new movies that have came out. Oh, I saw Aquaman. Yeah.
0: How'd you like it? Um, I I liked it. I didn't like it's, it's so hard because the thing, the thing is I like superhero movies and this was an inoffensive superhero movie. Like it was, Hmm. it was very straightforward. uh, Very kind of, you know, he's, he's from, you know, it's his story of like, you know, he grew up on land and he finds out he's got to go to, Atlantis, he has said no before, um, which – do you remember – in Justice League, was he affiliated with Atlantis when he got picked up by Batman or was he – or did Batman like find him in a bar or something?
1: Um, so, you know what? Actually, I think I read something about that because that was actually like a big plot hole because uh, so he mentioned I think in Justice League that he's never – or wasn't familiar with Atlantis. Um, in, wait, no, no. It shows that he was familiar with Atlantis. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's what I was thinking. And then, in, yeah. But in Aquaman, he, does, he right? said that he had never been to Atlantis.
1: Yeah. Like, so that's like that's the the thing that they messed up on. Because
0: oh well, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> like it was still a fun, it was still a fun movie. Uh, yeah. There and there were only like one or two lines that referenced Justice League so it could very well have taken place if you ignore that it could have taken place before um but the movie stan- i mean the movie stands on its own uh it's it's uh, a lot of a lot of visual effects cuz every time they're underwater it's all computer animated um so a lot of uh, a lot of the main villain i was like who is that guy it w- was is the guy that played uh, the guy that Was played um, or- Owl, yeah, Night Owl in uh, Watchmen, yeah. oh, which I always like when I see people from Watchmen get work in other things because I love that movie so much. And
1: I actually watched that uh, a couple nights ago. Oh yeah, we watched it. Yeah, to watch the baby and kind of need something to, in the background. And- mm-hmm. yeah, it's still pretty good. It's
0: it's so I don't understand the hate for it. Like, I mean. If you want to hate Zack Snyder for like almost everything else that he did, but, but like, man, Watchmen is just so good. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, for some reason too, didn't they wait now was the Black Freighter. Is that just a comic edition or did they actually make a movie edition? Do you remember? Cause I thought, um, so,
0: so the version, the, the version of Watchmen that I watch that I own is the Black Freighter cut. Okay. So, it does have it does have animated scenes from Black Freighter spliced in throughout the movie.
1: OK, so I think that was what I was supposed to watch. I thought because I think that was the runtime was supposed to be close to three hours. I don't know if that it was. Sounds, it's, it's like right. it's like four hours. It's it's okay, then it's insanely did. long. Well, yeah, because I'm like, okay, this movie is about three hours, so it definitely wasn't. So that Black Freighter was probably like another hours worth, it sounds like at least. So
0: yeah, I've I, I actually I have it on DVD. If you want to borrow it sometime, um, it's yeah, it's a oh man, I think that the like if you're enjoying, I mean, if you're enjoying the movie, the movie is insanely long, and insanely elaborate, and and insanely like just the comic and. Everything the Black Freighter cut has like it's like the comic it's like every single scene from the comic and then more. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, I was gonna say I think I heard of this is you yeah, know it's pretty awesome.
0: It's yeah, I I I mean it is it is the most like it's I guess it's I guess the thing is Watchmen is not an entry comic for people. Like no. it's <laughs> and that movie is not a like it is not just a it is not a a straightforward superhero movie so i think that i think that some people that's not that that on on one hand some people were expecting a straightforward superhero movie and they were a little bit disappointed by it um and then the other side of it are the the absolute comics purists who like you know got mad at the ending or got mad at What or or just or just don't think that it has the same magic, you know, don't think that it translates from from a comic to a movie, which I, you know, I don't agree with them. But I do think that those are the two. It's like you have you have two vocal minorities that together become the majority opinion.
1: Yeah.
0: Of not liking the movie. But I think there are uh, people like me and I guess people like you, I guess you like it. (laughs) Uh, who just that movie just kind of, it also hit when I was just knowledgeable enough about comic movies and just excited enough about comics and everything that I totally got. I totally understood every single reference and every little thing about it, but I also hadn't been, I wasn't burnt out on it the way that I am now. Like if they came out with, I don't even know, I don't know what they could do (laughs) now because nothing's because nothing is the equivalent of Watchmen, but Maybe
1: they'll make an all animated version.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see, I guess we'll see the, the HBO Watchmen show.
1: Oh yeah. I'm excited for that. That Um, was pretty
0: cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I can't think of what, like what, what other, what thing they could do. I mean, I guess like if they did superior Spider-Man or something that was like done like that, like that, I, I will I will accept the criticism that the movie doesn't necessarily add that much, but that's because the Watchmen already says a lot. Yeah, you know it's already a near perfect work. So, yeah. Anyway,
1: Well is going to try to milk it. But my point
0: is, but my point is, Aquaman was was solid. Like, and it's it's okay if. It's it's only I I think I think that if you if people go into it just wanting to have a fun superhero movie because they're not tired of superhero movies, like and they just you know they just like them all, like it's as good as it's as good as the worst Marvel it's it's as good as like Thor: The Dark World, which I I haven't watched Thor: The Dark World in close to a decade so I don't like
1: yeah you
0: know I I mean but like it's on it's on par with with some of the more forgettable. Uh, Marvel, Marvel Studios movies Like Doctor Strange yeah. I would say it, yeah. It's It's on the level of Doctor Strange um,
1: Well I'm not mad But what kind of bugs me are, I've seen some people say like Because it passed What the Dark Knight Or Dark Knight Returns I can't remember which one um, And like Gross box office Worldwide You know Ticket sales That it must be the best DC movie and it must be better than all this other stuff out there. Like, just because a lot of people want to go see it, it doesn't mean that it's great. I mean, yeah, I. It blows my mind that Black Panther's even nominated for the best picture of the year. Yeah, no, yeah, Black Panther was place.
0: nominated for an Oscar. We didn't talk about that. Um, I was surprised by that because, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't really remember. I think I liked it.
1: Um, but, it was good, but it was not great. I mean, I don't think it was nearly as good as everyone thought it was going to be, or everyone thought it was. Thought it was, yeah. I I kind of wonder if it
0: was, if it's it's one of two things that I think caused it to get nominated. One, it was a cultural phenomenon, like you know, ding
1: ding ding, in the that. in
0: the vein of like in the vein of like Titanic. Like I think Titanic is a movie that a lot of people loved. If you go back and watch it, it's it's not you know it doesn't necessarily hold up amazingly. Um, also, I mean, frankly, a lot of times best picture nominees are just bad. So, yeah, I mean, freaking Manchester by the Sea uh, a couple years ago, but um, and A Star Is Born is was <laughs> nominated for best picture, which uh, if you listen to the uh, the best of the year thing, whatever. I let people know my opinion of that. It yeah. was not very good. <laughs> uh, but so it's that or or like if you want to look at it with a less cynical view, because also uh, also Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse got nominated for Best Animated Fe- Feature, which I think it should have been nominated for Best Picture. But I guess it's probably really hard for uh, animated. The only animated film that's been nominated for Best Picture since I've been... Uh, paying attention which is like the last five or six years um, was Toy Story 3 okay. or at least that was the last one so and that again was like a cultural phenomenon and blah 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 so yeah. so into the spider but but I think what might be happening is that the, the academy and all that stuff uh, are finally recognizing that superhero movies can be great can be
1: great yeah, works.
0: Cool.
1: yeah you know,
0: cuz even though even even though I don't think it was I don't think it was the best comic book movie of of 20 uh of 2018 I think that it was I think that uh it was on par with Infinity War but I liked Ant-Man better and I liked uh Into the Spider-Verse much better yeah. uh it, it, it probably still was it probably would still be in my top 10 movies of the year. Like, because a lot of the movies that do get nominated for that stuff, I'm not, you know, I just saw the favorite and I liked it, but. Eh. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully I'm going to do, uh, hopefully I'm going to do a a best picture episode with, uh, with a friend of mine who is, um, also seeing all the best picture nominees. Um, so, hopefully we'll get that organized when the uh, stuff gets a little closer. Um, so I think we are about out of time where any uh, last things you wanted to discuss on the last, for a couple minutes?
1: No, I don't think so. I mean, I've been pretty happy with the books I've been reading lately and there's been some exciting new things coming out. So always kind of fun. Oh, and, um, I was really happy. I did pick up, um, I traded in a bunch of old video game stuff and got some credit or trade credit, and picked up uh, *Planetary* Volume One, and I've been kind of inching my way through that story by story. But uh, that thing has like the first fifteen issues, so it's been a good read.
0: Oh, oh, that that reminds me, um, because we were when we were texting back and forth the other day. I I got the first or nine of the first ten issues of *Southern Bastards* from a dollar bin. Um, I looked up on eBay to see uh, how much issue one of Southern Bastards is going for just, you know, in case I wanted to yeah. buy it. looks like it's going for about $15 or $20, which, you know, is I might get it. I might not. Uh,
1: but what it looked like in my uh, what is it? The my comic book pricing guide. because I was checking it out. I think uh, that was I think it says like 15 or 17 bucks. Yeah. Top end at that point. Yeah. So
0: but here's the here's the funny thing there were people asking 15 or $20 for the first issue. And then there's also people who are asking 15 or $20 for the first 20 issues.
1: Yeah. That's one thing too. So, so,
0: <laughs> so the non key issues of that are not worth anything, but that's okay. Cause I, I, it was like literally what I needed besides issue one. So now I won't have to worry about chasing down any other wow. ones if I do want to complete that. Um, and then the other thing I was thinking about selling my edge of spider verse two, the first spider Gwen. Okay. Um, and I looked over the last month at eBay sales, which there haven't been that many of them that completed. Uh, so I was able to get a real sense for what the value was. Uh, December 20th, it was worth about $200 January 1st. It was worth about hundred dollars <laughs> January 9th. Was worth about $60. Now it's closer to $30. So, yeah,
1: that- I, think, I want to say I sold mine, I think it was last year, or yeah, I think I got it for about 85 bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my dumb ass took it out of the bag. It was probably great condition and ended up dogging it in one of the corners, trying mm-hmm. to put it back in. I tried to be careful. Mm-hmm. And then knocked some off
0: of it, but Well, I don't know. I don't know what condition mine's in. I, I haven't. It's in a long box somewhere. I'd have to dig it out and it's probably fine. Nine, like, nine, yeah. Eight, yeah. Um, it, I also, I did pull off the, I, I pulled off the uh, the code, the digital code for it. I, I redeemed the digital code on it. I don't know if that impacts yeah, um, value or not. Uh, good question.
1: But yeah, I mean, I don't know, I guess maybe hold on to it, see if it rises again.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, if, if it gets, I mean, I will probably pay attention to where it's at when, like, the inevitable Spider-Gwen movie comes out. But also, like, it's a Spider-Man-adjacent key issue. I'm probably just going to keep it.
1: I mean, I don't think it'd be bad. I mean, it's the first appearance and her character's not going anywhere. Yeah. I don't think it's ever going to probably go anywhere now, especially that, I don't know, I think the whole Spider-Verse thing's been accepted and kind of opened the doors for mm-hmm. Superior and who knows what else is going to eventually come out. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I would, you know, I think was. the only, the main reason that I feel like it might hold its value, because like. I don't think anything necessarily holds, uh, I would assume it holds its value, not just that it's a first appearance, but also it's, it was in like a mini series that probably not that many people were reading.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Someday, um, someday those Harley Quinn first appearances are going to be free pr- pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that, but
0: well, I, yeah, I mean, it could, yeah, it could be, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm sure that there was a time when first appearance of Cyborg Superman was worth a lot of money. Well, actually, no, probably not because those are there were a billion copies of them made. But uh, like, well, like, uh, like, um, I don't know if it was actually, but I had the first appearance of uh, I can't I can't even remember what the character's name. But it was in it was in Avengers, the initiative, like a like a uh, an annual for Avengers of the initiative. And he was in was a character that was in uh the superhero squad show but i can't remember the name of his character and they were pushing him really hard for like a couple years and then now i don't even remember the name of his character um but anyway uh yeah i gotta gotta get going uh so uh until next time uh Keep reading those comics. Oh, also, uh, I want to before actually, I before you yeah. read those comics, I want uh, um, to tell listeners to leave a leave a review in your podcast app. Like, give us five stars and leave us a review. We have like twenty or thirty listeners. If like a few of you did that, that would really help with our like search optimization and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know how many actually makes a difference, but there are few enough. Anything helps. Yeah, there are few enough that any any one little thing that you guys do, will make a difference. If if uh, if there's anybody listening, I mean. Hey,
1: sir! Please read our podcast, please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Thanks for listening. Uh, keep reading those comics. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>